Hello and welcome to the new season of the Casted Podcast, where you'll see some new faces and hear some new voices. Over the last two seasons, we've been exclusively talking to our customers about how they use audio and video to fuel their content marketing and grow their business. And for this season, we're doubling down on the voice of the customer and focusing solely on our partners using the Casted platform to deliver content to all of their audiences. Content marketing is still one of the hardest jobs out there, and we love sharing our customers' unique experiences. This, in turn, helps our audience find ways to succeed by digging deeper into the challenges they face and the solutions they're discovering. I'm Thatcher Rouse, Customer Success Manager here at Casted, the first and only amplified marketing platform for B2B marketers. Today, I'll be your guide on this episode of the Casted Podcast. My guests today are all about capturing the voice of the customer and the powerful stories that they tell. Planful CMO Rowan Tonkin and the corporate marketing specialist Vicki Hauser are working together to build a streamlined process that delivers content to their audience of financing and accounting professionals. Recently, they faced a challenge that many brands have faced over the past year and a half, pivoting from an in-person to a virtual event. As we'll hear in the episode, Rowan and Vicky leaned into technology to make this transition happen, but they also discovered that this virtual event could then become a, a rich source of content that they could use to repackage and amplify the different sessions and events across numerous channels going forward. By amplify, I mean they took those live event session videos, they added key takeaways, created clips from the transcripts, and turned those videos into the Planful Perform podcast a brilliant way to get more mileage out of the outstanding content from their event. As Rowan and Vicky will share with us, Planful is saving time, reducing costs, and amping up their ability to promote content across social, email, and many more channels. So, without further ado, let's get into it. All right, so I'd love to start with just some quick intros, just to talk about you, your title, kind of background, that sort of thing, and then we'll get into uh, into the weeds a little bit more. But Vicky, do you want to kick us off? Yeah, for sure. Um, hi, everybody. I'm Vicki Hauser. I'm the Corporate Marketing Specialist at Planful. Um, I live in Toronto, Canada, one of a handful of Canadians we've got on the Planful team here. And um, two of my major responsibilities at Planful are um, I help Rowan manage our podcast, Being Planful. And um, I manage our organic social media as well. That's great. Thank you, Vicky. Rowan, you're up next. Sure. Hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Rowan Tonkin. I'm the Chief Marketing Officer here at Planful. Uh, I uh, am Australian, uh, so you'll detect a different accent. Uh, Vicky says the Canadians with an A and we say oi. Um, <laughs> and uh, I've been living in the Bay Area for five years. I spent uh, 10 years in London before that and uh, grew up just near near Sydney. And uh, at Planful, we, uh, we help finance and accounting professionals um, manage really a lot of the aspects of their day-to-day -day work. So closing the books for accounting, accounting then provide that information to finance, and then finance spend uh, a lot of time doing the analysis and, and helping us as business partners uh, to the business understand where we are fiscally, how our budgets are doing, what forecasts are looking like, and, and really provide all of that insight and analysis uh, to to the business to help us all perform better. And, and, and Planful is an application that streamlines all of that for the office of the CFO. Yeah, that's great. 
So let's jump right into it. I heard you say perform uh, in that last sentence, which leads us really well into my first question. So Rowan, I'd love for you to start by telling us a little bit about this event uh, that you have called Planful Perform that happened uh, just a week or two ago. And I'd love to hear a little bit of the, the background on that event. I know things in the, the world these days are having to pivot to virtual quite often. Uh, so I'm excited to hear a little bit about your story of how you were able to do that. Yeah, I think everyone's seen the uh, the friends gif of pivot where Ross is yelling at everyone <laughs> while they move move the uh, couch around the stairs. That's been a uh, a very common gif used in our marketing Slack channels uh, at the company. Um, Planful Perform is our annual user conference. It's where we get uh, thousands of finance and accounting professionals together, uh, where they share their stories about how they're using Planful, but also you know all the challenges that they're facing and how they overcome those. Uh, we've uh, hosted the event. Uh, in person uh, historically and uh, over the last two years. Uh, last year it was called the the Planful uh, Tour. We were planning to go on the road uh, and do multiple events and then we, we called it the Virtual Tour because uh, obviously it became virtual. And, uh, and then this year again we were planning to host the conference in Las Vegas um, and uh, about six weeks before the event um, with the Delta variant coming through, we decided to pivot to a, a virtual event. Um, which was really fantastic. I mean, we, we had uh, over two and a half thousand uh, attendees there. It was a really big event for us, uh, some amazing content. Uh, and, and really, it's about gathering that audience together and, and helping them uh, share their challenges. And, and again, as I said, share how they overcome those. Yeah, that makes sense for sure. I, I've been excited to help along the way and see what great things you've done. Uh, the event was certainly well attended and really successful. So that's encouraging. When thinking about how to sort of take an event from in-person to virtual, one of the things that I've seen a lot of our clients here at Casta do is continue to sort of use that content and pull it actually into Casta to make it easier to share with teams, to have it in one central place, to help with leads, all sorts of use cases. So I know that was a decision that you all chose to make as well was to take this event that happened, this virtual live event, and put it into Casted right after. So can you tell us a little bit about um, your, your motivations, Rowan, for choosing to add Planful, Planful Perform to the Casted platform? Sure. Uh, well, I'm inspired by television. Um, so when we, uh, when we pivoted to the, the virtual event, actually a lot of what we did during the actual live event was uh, make it feel like television. So myself and, and my colleague, hosted the event kind of backstage as if we were the, uh, you know, the American Idol co-hosts, if you will. So introducing people, trying to have fun, keep keep things engaging. It was a two-day event and it's really hard to keep people engaged virtually. So when you think about that, you also then say, okay, well, if people aren't going to be engaged all day, how do we like deliver all this tremendous value, right? There's a lot of effort that goes into putting 37 different sessions on over two days. How do we deliver that value to the customers and to uh, you know potential customers as quickly as possible. And so once we saw the Caster platform, we realized that that was a, a really great platform to share all of that content uh, quickly, easily, um, you know, in ways that they want to consume that information. And so we chose to do that, um, but uh, we didn't just put the pressure on in terms of, oh, well, let's just use the platform. I challenged the team to have it done the day after the event finished. Uh, and uh, <laughs> Vicky didn't like it when I said that because uh, she was responsible for the whole event post-production. And, uh, and so 
that was a big challenge for the team. And, and my primary goal for that was for those people that did attend live and couldn't attend multiple sessions, you know, typically the experience is I want to get my hands on that information really, really quickly. And, and so by doing that, it allowed um, our customers to get their, their hands on that information really quickly, but also uh, our sales teams, our customer success teams, uh, our marketing teams to, to use that content really rapidly and, and um, really uh, use that moment to really amplify all of that content that, that we shared. Yeah, I love that idea. Just while things are top of mind, making sure that people have access to it. So that's that's huge. Vicky, I know we talked back and forth quite a lot that week uh, oh, yeah. leading up to this <laughs> and preparing for all the, the logistics that come along with adding event, adding event to Casted and, and being able to share it. So I'd love for you to talk to us a little bit just from the perspective of someone that's really actively involved in the Casted platform. What was your experience like? Tell us a little bit about some of the logistics that go on in, in that process. Yeah, absolutely. So um, it was definitely a, a lot of pre-planning. So as Rowan said, he set a very ambitious goal to have all of the content uploaded with transcripts, key takeaway clips, and related resources ready to distribute by the end of the day, the day after the event, so that we could you know, immediately follow up with attendees and prospects or anyone who couldn't make it um, to the actual event but still wanted that content. And yeah, so I was the one managing this process since I'd already been working with Casted, um, the Casted team and yourself on migrating the Planful podcast into the platform. And so I very foolishly said, yes, absolutely, we will make this happen. And, you know, immediately started planning how the heck I was going to do it. Um, one of the features that we were definitely most excited about in the Casted platform when we first brought it on was the ability to, you know, quickly and officially create those key takeaway video clips. But, you know, the thought of doing that for 34 different sessions in a day was without a plan that didn't seem possible. So I actually wound up partnering really closely with our product marketing team. Um, they were working, you know, closely with our speakers on their presentation decks and talk tracks and essentially together we went through each speaker's slide deck and we mapped out all of those key takeaways in advance, you know, pre-planning those moments that we thought would bring the most value to our audience in advance before they were even spoken, which sounds kind of nice, but <laughs> nuts, but it works. Um, yeah. And yeah, so... On the actual day, we did have some customers in the office and some were presenting live from home. And the second their, se their sessions ended, um, we had our design team ready to edit the final videos. And that was an unbelievable turnaround from our in-house design team editing 34 videos in less than a day. And uh, they would let me know as soon as one was ready to upload. And as soon as I could, I'd get it and cast it. And, you know, after a lot of hard work and a little bit of a miracle, by the end of that last day of the event, all of the content was uploaded and casted, um, including all the related resources, which we had also pre-planned, guest descriptions, etc. And then when I woke up the next morning, all of those videos were transcribed thanks to Casted, which was like, utterly mind-blowing and i'm like so incredibly grateful to the casted team for for making that happen um and yeah so then all we really had to do was go through the transcripts to find those sections that we had pre-planned um and you know find where they corresponded in the talk track and we'd highlight those sections and we'd have clips ready to share in seconds it was amazing 
I love it. Yeah, that's yeah. one of the big reasons that you all came right to the top of my mind when we were looking for someone to to interview on uh, on this webinar today. Not only the the quality of the work that you did with the planning, the quality of the videos, the production, but also the speed at which you accomplished everything. So. Uh, even while in the moment, maybe Rowan became the the villain of the team. Uh, looking <laughs> no, back no. after <laughs> after a lot of hard work, uh, it's it's really cool to see how you all were able to uh, execute on that vision and and put together some content that's ready to be digested by so many different people. So I'd love to hear Vicky about that next step. So once you have all this content, we have it transcribed by Casted. We have the takeaways created and and ready to go. How do you use this content moving forward? What do you do with all this great stuff now that you have it? Yeah, um, well, from a social media perspective, this is huge. I essentially have enough key takeaway videos to fill my calendar with nothing but content from this event for the next few months if I wanted, but I can't do that. <laughs> um, but those key takeaway videos are just a game changer for me and um, for how I can you know, share our customer so stories on social media and they're instrumental for our sales team to share like a little snippet of an episode for a prospect versus having to ask them to watch an entire 30 minute session to learn how we can help them. And I've already seen a huge impact on other members of the marketing team who are, you know, using these clips for email blasts or to pull quotes for press releases or for, you know, many of our partner initiatives or voice of customer efforts, et cetera. That's great. Rowan, do you have thoughts too on just how you want to split up some of that content and, and additional ideas there too, in addition to what Vicky was able to share? Yeah, it's been uh, amazing for our customer success teams. Um, so a lot of what was you get shared at, um, at at a user conference like that is tips and tricks sessions, like how to sessions. Um, you know what to what to do in certain situations, and and the fact that we have those key takeaway clips has been uh, really really fantastic for uh, our customer success teams to be able to just send a three minute clip and say, hey, here's three minutes of a forty minute session. Um, this is the thing that you need uh, to, to kind of activate that that capability within the application, as well as obviously working with customers that don't have all parts of our uh, solution. So our uh, our account management team are working with uh, folks to show off value add uh, capabilities that that they may want to include in in their platform. Um, so that's been really valuable, and and our SDR teams, right? Um, so when they're out there talking to uh, prospective customers and helping them understand the value that we can deliver. Again, as Vicky said, voice of customer, nothing better than uh, someone hearing uh, a peer uh, talk about, you know, how their life has been transformed in a very specific solution, like whether that's preparing a board deck or whether that's, you know, month end close processes, whether that's console, you know, uh, consolidating multiple entities across the, uh, across the a group of companies. Being able to hear that in voice of customer has been really powerful for our SDR team in, in sharing that that insight and and ultimately I think it's a better experience for the uh, end recipient of that content because they've got the whole context there but they've got that that um, genuine moment that they want to hear about straight away and and that's probably the most important part about um, what we tried to do with this is is give everyone their kind of own guided journey but we can help start them on their way. Yeah, as a former SDR and current member of a customer success team, I can definitely see firsthand how valuable the assets would be to 
be able to specifically target something and share it with somebody in a moment of need is it's really cool. Uh, and I would love to have that when I was an SDR uh, a few years <laughs> back. So it's exciting. I know uh, that your team appreciates that work that you've put in. That's great. This whole Planful Perform event is so exciting. And I'm really glad that not only does it just get to happen live in that event, but now we'll get to see the results of it and the, the fruit from that uh, experience in that conference all throughout the next handful of months. So that's really exciting. I want to pivot a little bit to just why you decided on Casted as a whole. So maybe we'll start here with Vicky, but did you exclusively purchase Casted for the live events or did you have other ideas in mind as well? Yeah. Um, so we actually initially brought on Casted for our podcast, Being Planful. Um, it's the podcast for finance and accounting and planning experts, or we also like to say it's the show for the next generation of CFOs. Um, but we'd actually only been using it for the podcast for a short while before you know we realized, okay, we need this to perform, and then that took precedence. So we've only you know used Casted for a couple of Being Planful episodes at this point, our newer episodes. But even just those few episodes, it's saved me so much time. Like it used to just be this endless back and forth between myself and the design team, between getting the episode edited, attaching the captions, creating promo clips, et cetera. And now that's just like super streamlined into a super efficient process, which means the quality of what we're putting out there and how we're able to promote our episodes has definitely improved. Yeah, that's great to hear. And then Rowan, I'd love to hear some of your thoughts too and motivating factors on how you came about the the choosing of casted and um, how that relates to to your show to the podcast as well yeah so I, I, it probably actually comes to why have a podcast in the first place uh so you know for the strategy uh that we have here at planful of why we have a podcast it's an opportunity for us to talk to um talk to like-minded again voice of customer right so it's not just for our customers it's for any audience and and really bring on experts to help facilitate conversations. That makes us, in turn, better marketers. It helps us understand the challenges uh, that our customers are facing. And it helps us um, use uh, use the CFO's words to, to help our team work better with them and help demonstrate what our platform can do. Um, now, as you think about that strategy, it's like, okay, well, we want to use the words that people are speaking to to really understand the value of our platform and share the value of our platform. So then it becomes a distribution challenge, right? How do we get all of that content into their hands as quickly, as easily, in ways that they want to consume? And ultimately, that that's what led us to Casted in the ways that we can provide show notes, we can see the transcripts really quickly. Uh, obviously, it simplifies processes internally. But it's more about the overall end customer experience and how they're engaging with that content and then how we can facilitate and distribute that to them as efficiently as possible. And, and now with the platform, Vicky's spending a lot less time on internal matters and more time thinking about how she distributes that to, to our prospects and, and, and to people that just frankly want to listen to, to the, the CFOs that we host. Yeah, that's great. We're, we're thrilled to be part of that process and to help make life easier, save time, free uh, Vicky up for, for some cool things, some things that she didn't have as much of an opportunity to focus on before. So we are so glad that you chose us and I am really thankful to be the one that was chosen to work with you. Uh, one more question before we pivot to a, a Q&A. So uh, I wanna have everybody thinking about their questions ahead of time and we'll, we'll do that right after this last question. But uh, in closing, I'd love to hear 
what sort of thoughts, tips, suggestions would you have for fellow marketers who have also decided to pivot from an event that was going to be in person to virtual? Uh, Vicky, maybe let's start with you and hear your thoughts and tips, and then uh, Rowan will have you close us out there. Yeah, for sure. Um, so we have a saying on the corporate side of our marketing team, and it's prep to prep to prep to prep. <laughs> so my advice is if you think there's even a possibility that you might be pivoting, just have that backup plan as part of the plan right from the beginning, have as much done as you can so that when you have to make that decision, it's not so jarring. And also, of course, have cast it in your corner and also don't panic. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, that's great. It sounds like we're going to make pivot one of our uh, sponsored parts of a cast it and we need to get that in our, our branding somehow but yeah i love okay. it rowan yeah rowan what, what would you have as thoughts and tips for people that are wanting to make this switch from from in person to virtual yeah i, I think it depends uh, on a few things so firstly if you're a company that's planning no hybrid part of your event then that's a much bigger pivot um so when we were planning our perform conference in person, we had uh, always planned to have um, a remote or virtual element uh, to that. I think that is just frankly the future of events now, uh, especially large user conference style events. You're always going to have people that have now realized that they can stay home and watch the content or they'll be passive and wait for the content to get surfaced to them later. Uh, so depending on on that process, it's it's a little bit of what Vicky said, have a backup plan. Um, you know, know what your capabilities and your skill sets are and, and, and bring in the appropriate team. So we're really lucky in that we've got some amazing, uh, you know, teammates uh, that are used to managing video production, staging, lighting, all of that. And uh, in, the, in the current world where no one's going to the office, uh, you can use your office as your staging environment. So uh, we saved on a lot of cost there. We brought actually all the crew and everything into the office, uh, built purpose-built stages uh, for the whole event. And and then the third thing is, you know, you're you're using a different medium. Um, so no longer is that live engagement inside a big hall or a big uh, expo room going to be the way that you can keep people engaged. So you've got to think about it differently, and that's why. You know, we use the, the modality of thinking like TV, um, have hosts to, to kind of guide you from session to session, um, keep things engaging during the sessions, polls, Q&A, um, you know, give out gifts, right? You, you lose a lot by being in person. So what advantages do you now have and try and take advantage of those and, and realize that you've switched mediums and that, the, you know, the recipient is going to struggle to uh, or the, the customer is going to struggle to engage with you especially, you know, we've all got Zoom fatigue. So uh, you got to try and break that up somehow. So um, realize that you're no longer live and in person and figure out how you, you switch that up and take inspiration from other places that do that well, whether that's, um, you know, TV or, or, you know, whatever that may be. Yeah, I think that's great. I love that idea of focusing on the positives there and thinking now that we've switched mediums, now what are the, the strengths of this medium and how do we kind of capitalize on that? That's yeah, you can't you can't have that pity party for too long. You've just got to yeah. switch and get excited about the virtual event. Otherwise, it shows to to your audience. Final section here will be Q and A. So those of you out there watching at home, uh, having this on in your car, if you're at a red light, uh, don't text and drive, please. But let's uh, let's hear your questions. We would love to uh, to see what you're thinking. And I think this is a 
a really great group of people here to be able to answer some questions on live events that are happening uh, that need to be pivoted to virtual events or marketing in general. Uh, so let us know what you're thinking and, and we'll have the team take a look here and, and answer some questions. Okay, first from Chris Ortega, what separates Casted from competitors? Uh, why should another company choose Casted in the end? So that's great. Uh, this is the kind of stuff that, that we love to hear. So Rowan, Vicky, do you want to tell us a little bit about what separates Casted and what stood out to you in the buying process? I'll let yeah. Vicky answer. <laughs> um, yeah, I think again, for me, it was definitely those key takeaways, just um, seeing the efficiencies that it would bring to you know my social media um, calendar, my social media promotions of of our podcast and our event content. So yeah, I think that that was the biggest selling point for me. Yeah, from from my perspective, it's the vision. Obviously, you started uh, as a as a company from the world of podcasts, and but you uh, you know inclusive of video. To me, that's the power of podcasting now with with video. And I think uh, all podcasts are mostly going to go video first. And so, mm -hmm. when you think about that, you've got um, many different mediums. You've got the the video, you've got the audio, plus then you've got all the derivative content like transcripts, like quotes, or like uh, clips. And and that's the 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 kind of vision that Casted has for this uh, this method. And so even taking something like recordings from a live uh, conference easily translates into the casted platform, whereas with other platforms that may not be the case because they may be so focused on just the podcasting process and things like that. Yeah, that makes sense for sure. We are, we're happy that you chose us. All right, and take another question here. So this one comes in from Abby. Uh, if you didn't have casted, what would the alternative be to cutting, distributing 34 different pieces of content and content types? Vicky, this one sounds like it's for you. I don't know. Um, I guess, you know, just kind of doing what we had already been doing. I mean, I wasn't here for the last, I wasn't working at Planful for the last virtual event, but I think that it just kind of all got uploaded into Wistia, if I'm not mistaken, and then kind of sprinkled throughout our, our website on different landing pages um, and and hosted on a landing page on planful.com for sure. But I don't think that we, I don't know, I wasn't here, but there was definitely not the same ability to to promote those episodes after the fact and to distribute it to, to prospects and customers and attendees the same way. So Rowan, maybe you have a bit of insight there too. Sure. The, the alternative is just more work. Um, yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it, from my perspective, I'm not going to say you don't have to do all this stuff. I'm just going to say you, you have to still do all this stuff. Um, yeah, it's just more work for people. So that potentially means more costs, more contractors. Um, and in an ongoing world with a podcast, it's, uh, it's more load on our design team or outsourcing that to someone else. Um, which means more time uh, and, and you lose a little bit of speed. So by having everything in-house meant we were able to do, um, you know, something as ridiculous as having 37 different sessions live, uh, what, 18 hours after they all finished. Yeah, it's incredible. To me, what that sounds like is Cassidy is paying for itself by the, the reduction <laughs> yeah. of labor. So we, we love to hear that. <laughs> 
All right, uh, we have time for one, maybe two more questions. So let's let's take one here. All right, this one comes in from Mark. Uh, what are your future plans for the Planful podcast? Uh, so maybe Rowan, we start with you on this one and, and talk a little bit about the the vision of what's to come. Yeah, so it's still in its infancy. I uh, I think we may have done fifty odd episodes. Um, maybe uh, we have that in different uh, modalities. So there's uh, one modality which is just uh, where I have conversations with uh, folks that work inside the office of the CFO, and then we have another modality which we call FPNA Fridays, uh, where we've got regular guests on the show, uh, Chris Ortega and uh, Glenn Snyder, and we generally have some fun topics where we kind of debate and give different points of view. Um, you know, the, the future of the Planful podcast might actually be more podcasts, uh, breaking it up into different uh, different things different for different purposes. Um, you know, you, you see other companies out there, like we're a, a Drift customer, and they have a podcast for every aspect of marketing, uh, from leadership through to, uh, you know, ops professionals through to product marketing professionals. So uh, we could do something like that here at Planful for different personas inside the office of finance or different use cases. Um, ultimately, podcasting is a big part of our strategy. So we will continue to, to run the Planful podcast and may add more components in future. Yeah, that sounds great. Uh, I think we can take one final question. If we want to select one more, let's see what we're thinking. We'll end with that one. So this one comes in from Catherine. Uh, what do you foresee for the future of content marketing uh, across the industry. Either of you sort of could chime in on this one with thoughts, but just general thoughts on, on sort of the future of content marketing in general. Rowan and I um, love this idea that we've been seeing recently about this idea of content distribution and you know having kind of an assigned role within a marketing team um, who does that, you know, who, who decides and plans the who's what's how's a piece of content is distributed how to repurpose it as many times as possible so that's where i think i think it's headed yeah i'll, I'll take a different tact i think the creation of content and the understanding of what content to create is something that we're going to see uh ai take a much bigger part in uh you're already seeing tools out there that help us you know with uh synopsis and writing subject lines and Whilst they're not perfect, they're actually pretty good. And if you remember, uh, well, I'm old enough to remember back when uh, I was in school, you used to put on your headset and try and use that dragon, naturally speaking, to do your homework. Um, and that was terrible, but it was still like 93% accurate. Well, now when you've got, uh, you know, Google or Siri, it becomes 99% accurate. And the utility value of that is just uh, increasing and increasing. And so... As these types of AI uh, capabilities start to um, come through, they're going to start re helping us repurpose content. They're going to help us get insights into uh, what content is performing across the industry. You're seeing uh, different tools out like out there exist, like Spark Toro helps us understand, you know, what does our audience want and where are they? And now it's up to us to go and produce the content for that. We aim, we may already have the content. We just got to go repurpose it. So there will be in future, in my opinion, this is five, ten years out, maybe, but uh, where AI will really help um, automate a lot of that. So again, the efficiency of the marketing team can uh, can can become uh, efficient, and that way, um, you know, everyone's happy because we can do all of that hard work uh, efficiently. Yeah, yeah, that's great. I'm excited to see 
what the future looks like. I know Cast has some things in the works right now, even to work on that sort of building the brain and being able to prompt themes and content to you based on what already exists. So really excited to see what the future of that looks like. Thank you both for jumping in. Uh, I want to close by while we're on that topic of virtual events, letting everybody know about Amplify, which is Casted's new virtual event uh, coming up really soon. So there'll be all sorts of really great people there, PayPal, IBM, uh, a lot of people from the Casted team, but that's coming up on November 3rd. Uh, and they're going to talk about all sorts of great ideas in content marketing and what it means to be part of this new era of content marketing. So you can register for the virtual event right now. Uh, go do it today, immediately, whenever you can. Uh, and you can register at theamplifyexperience.com. So thank you all for taking the time to, to listen in and connect with us. Rowan, Vicky, thank you so much for lending your expertise and sharing all the wonderful things you've done over the past couple months. I, I can't wait to see where we head together in the future. Yeah, us too. And so thanks for all the questions, folks. Really appreciate it. Yeah, I had fun. Thanks so much. It's great. Thank you, everybody. Have a great day. All right, that's our show. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening today. To learn more about Planful and how Rowan and Vicky are using omnichannel audio and video, make sure to visit planful.com and check out the Being Planful podcast, a show for financial planners and analysts. To learn more about how Casted can help you, visit casted.us and be sure to subscribe to our newsletter to get the latest on all things amplified marketing, B2B podcasting, and so much more. Thanks again for joining us today.